choose to become an artist or potentially a writer for other artists, I really want to make it in the music industry in some capacity because songwriting is my favorite thing to do. There are 1,200 plus acres, 40,000 plus students, and millions of untold stories at UC San Diego. This is 1,200 plus acres, the podcast where UC San Diego students share their stories. My name is Nani, and welcome to this episode. Today, we're interviewing Emily, a UCSD alumna who graduated last year and recently published her song City of Angels on Spotify a song that went viral a couple of months ago and received more than 2 million streams. I think COVID-19 has really allowed a platform like TikTok to sort of change everything um, because all of a sudden artists have the ability to just go viral like that without the marketing dollars behind labels. So I would say TikTok has been huge for me because I have the song that reached 2 million during COVID because of TikTok basically. The, the song initially went viral, and then I also connected with someone who had a viral um, TikTok platform who helped market it. So yeah, I think as, as terrible as COVID is, it kind of created a community in music through social networking, and I think allowed a lot of people the chance to just focus on it and grow. Looking back a year ago, we can see how social media, especially TikTok, has really been an ally for most of the young people to entertain themselves during a global pandemic, but also for them to find a platform to share their talents, from food to makeup, and as Emily said, for artists to share their work. Yeah, so it was a TikTok of the chorus, and what's kind of funny is I had only written the chorus at that point, so it was going viral and people were like, oh, when is this coming out? And I was freaking out just a little bit because I didn't have the rest of the song yet. Um, and there was definitely a lot of pressure finishing it because of how well it was doing on TikTok. But we were really lucky because there's a producer, producer that I worked with when I had a song in a movie and we had always wanted to work together, but we didn't really have the right project yet. And with COVID, everything was very complicated, but I asked him pretty last minute, like, do you think we could record this in the next week? Because, you know, it's, it's popping off on TikTok, so it'd be great to have it out soon. And he said yes, and I got to record it at the Village Studios in LA. During our interview, Emily described to us how she felt when her song suddenly reached 2 million streams. The song that went viral is called City of Angels. I had 2 million streams on Spotify. The video itself didn't do that well. That would have been cool though. Um, <laughs> it was pretty crazy because, you know, I was posting my songs kind of every day and not really expecting much because the other ones weren't really doing quite as well. Um, so it was insane to have a point where like, you know, the notifications on your phone are just blowing up and people are also like migrating to Instagram and trying to message you through there and it's something I had never experienced before so I'd say equally exciting as it was a little overwhelming just because it was the first time that had ever happened. Emily also gave us an exclusive insight into what inspired her to write her song City of Angels. Um, it was kind of based on a few friendships I had growing up in LA and how these people went from being genuine friends to sort of intoxicated by the LA stardom culture and, you know, giving you this, this, uh, you're not good enough for me anymore <laughs> kind of vibe. 
Talking to Emily about the pressure to fulfill her own expectations when it comes to her music dreams reminded me of myself and how many of us graduating this year are feeling overwhelmed and full of fear. We asked her how she stays motivated in a career that comes with so much uncertainty, and this is what she said. That's a great question and something I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> um, I try to write as often as possible, and I'm also lucky to have um, some people that I co-write with now that definitely keep me, keep me motivated and just kind of remind me why I'm doing this and that it should be something fun, but there's definitely a pressure of you know, having to succeed and, you know, eventually be able to financially support myself and not live with my parents too, which is especially stressful with music. So it's definitely a bit tough to see all your friends like getting these great jobs and going to grad school. And of course, I'm, I'm super happy for all of them. But for me, I just don't know what's next because a City of Angels moment isn't going to happen all the time. You know, it's definitely a roller coaster from your phone blowing up and all that to like radio silence in a week, you know? Seeking new opportunities can also be extremely challenging, especially when one is surrounded by multiple rejections at once. However, in the midst of a thousand no's, there is a yes waiting for us. It's just about like picking yourself up again and realizing there's, there's a good quote that's something like for 1,000 no's, there's one yes that's going to make a difference. I think the quote is a lot more eloquent than that. But <laughs> point being, like, you just, you need to wait for the right moment. And if things weren't meant to happen, they weren't meant to happen. You know, one rejection at a time isn't so bad, but when things start to pile up, it gets really difficult. And I've definitely had my fair share of breakdowns <laughs> this quarantine. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm no, like, model for how to deal with rejection. Um, but... Recently, I had a few things go wrong and I told myself I'm gonna give myself 10 minutes to be sad about this and then after the 10 minutes, I'm just gonna move on. And I'm gonna really try to apply that going forward because I think all the time spent being upset about those missed opportunities is just kind of wasted. It's hard, easier said than done. <laughs> We asked Emily to take us back in time to her first day falling in love with music. So when I was six years old, I begged my parents for a piano and they told me, well, you have to practice. And I was like, yeah. And then um, when it came to the actual practicing, I was awful at that, but I did like to compose my own things. And like, for instance, I'd start playing Chopin, but then hear an interesting chord in there and then start messing around with it in my own way. And so I just kind of took to songwriting from experimentation and I was really lucky to have a piano teacher who was also very supportive of that and helped me like hone that craft and um, I was also lucky to go to a bunch of arts oriented schools in my youth so just a lot of support for that growing up. Experimentation with her own music and art has played an important role in Emily's music journey. She uses songwriting as a form to express herself. So here's the funny thing. When I write a song, uh, it's really difficult for me to just sit down at the piano and say like, I'm gonna write a song today. Usually I have some sort of inspiration at very random moments where it's like a certain melody in my head or two lines that rhyme and I think would make a good chorus. And then I like run to my voice memos app and <laughs> make sure I get it down. But then past that point, I kind of flesh the song out from that initial inspiration. 
um, and then I bring it to a producer who's, you know, kind of in the network, someone, someone that we know, and they give me a first draft, we go through a few uh, rounds of notes, and then after that we go through a platform called DistroKid that releases it on all streaming platforms. It was definitely a sense of pride and, and seeing your name on Spotify or iTunes for the first time just feels kind of surreal because, you know, everyone you listen to is, is on there. So yeah, it was definitely very exciting and still is every time there's a new release. I recently grew interested in how artists write their own songs and have even tried to explore that area myself. After failing and feeling a little bit overwhelmed, I decided to ask Emily how someone like me can get started in songwriting. I feel like, you know, poetry can easily be turned into a song. Um, I would say as long as you kind of develop a format where you have verses and choruses that are different from each other, I think it's easy. Like anyone could write a song. Um, and with, with chords, it's often experimentation. Like even if you don't know any chords on the piano, if you just play with random notes, eventually you're gonna get somewhere. So I think just allowing yourself to be free and, and not to put any pressure of your, on yourself. Emily suggested allowing herself to be free, experimenting with art and not putting that much pressure on ourselves. This is our challenge to you. Reflect on the things you would love to do, but are too afraid to try. We encourage you to take the first step and try it out today. We hope Emily's story about her musical journey has shed some light on the endless possibilities that come with doing the thing you enjoy the most. And that's pretty much all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to our podcast and visiting Emily's social media platforms if you like her song, City of Angels. So I go under M. Byhold, which is E-M and then B-E-I-H-O-L-D, and that's on every platform because I'm a consistent girl. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you next week.